welcome to our podcast, Everything from Top to Bottom with Thomas and Brett. What a fun intro. That was so fun. <laughs> that was so wrong because I should have said Brett and you should have said Thomas. Right, for sure. Because those are our given names. names correct. Right. Um, well, thank you all of our listeners who are starting to come in. Are starting just <laughs> coming on in. Um the birth of this podcast, I think, is important to share the origin story of why are we doing this? Why are two twinks talking again? Sure. Right? Sure. And I think it's important to note that you are the creator of this podcast. I guess I am. Yeah. Um, for sure. Yeah. I came to Brett with the idea. Um, Brett and I met like a year and a half ago. Um, and... Uh, we talk about a lot of random things and a lot of important things, though. Um, things from, you know, sex and friendship and family and TV and, I mean, everything. Everything. Um, and Dare I say everything from top to bottom. Dare you say dare it. Dare I say it. Um, and I, th- I don't know. It was something that, like, a year prior to us talking about these things... I really wished and wanted to have someone to talk about those types of things. For sure. Well, I think it's also important to note our age difference. Huge. Huge, monumental age difference. Yeah. What what age were you when we were met? Were you 22? 22. 22, and I was 24. Because uh, how old did you turn just now? 26. 26. Yeah, now I'm 26, but you're going to be 24. Yeah, I like when you bring up, like, sad things. No, but there's nothing sad. Me turning 24? Oh, please. Anyway, so we're starting this podcast because we have a lot of topics we want to touch on, a lot of things to go through. Um, I think it's important for us to kind of start our little bit of an origin story. Little 24-year-old Brett downloaded an app out there that's called Grinder. Sorry, I have something in my throat. And in this app, um, I was told I could meet friends. I could go on dates. Yeah. I obviously knew the underpinning of the whole app itself, which was purely for... Right now. Right now. Right now. Looking, looking. Um, and so, but people had told me they had made friends, they had done all these things. And so I was like, I'll try it out. So I was so cheesy. I put, like, I treated it like it was a dating profile. I put pictures of me that look nice, you know, yeah. me going to work, right? And then, Is it the same pictures you always use? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, and so I downloaded the app, and I'm, I'm in it, and I linked my Instagram because I thought that'd be a good connector because people talk. Because when you have an Instagram, it's good as yours. Well, not, sorry, not to name drop Bravo by Brett, but did not connect Ooh. that one. Um, I had my personal. So on the app, um, I saw your face, and I saw your Instagram linked. And so I was like, oh, he seems normal and chill. And in your bio, it said, new to Boston. Yeah. Looking to do fun things or something like that. Like you were looking to do, like explore the city or something like that. And I took that as like an opening. Like what a great way to like talk, like start the conversation with somebody. Sure. Yeah. I think that's how, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I message you and then say like, (laughs) Something stupid like not on Grinder. No, on Instagram. Yeah, right. And I message you being like, like, hey, welcome to Boston. If you ever need someone to show you around, let me know. And you were like, yeah, I would love to. Blah 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 blah. Dark. And 
I think you went to some castles tour or something. No, the sand castle. The sand castle. At the beach. At the beach. In Revere? Yeah. Yeah. And you had posted about like... My like first summer in Boston. Yes. And I made like some dumb comment that was like... Oh my god, so fun. And I've never been to these sandcastles, but I was like, oh, this could be... You had never been? <laughs> no. <laughs> Wait. That's so weird. Why? I was just trying to slide into the DMs and, like, grab attention. That's so crazy. Well, you didn't believe it. So, again, I asked you out and you said, sure, I would love to. Like, let's set up some time. No. Nothing. Crickets. So finally, I'm like, I think I like pressed you and I was like, hey, if you're not interested, let me know. How many other men are you talking to at this time? Probably like just you. No. Yeah. I wasn't going through like men crazy. I was, I mean, if anything, I would like hope for a DM back or a grinder message. You back. weren't sliding into everyone's DMs? No, not everybody has their Instagram linked. I was nervous. You should have been. And then I think you said to me like, I'm a little tight this month. I had to put all this money down for rent, which I totally get because in Boston you have to put first month, last month, security deposit. Um, if you use a leasing agent, like you have to pay for that too. So it's like a lot of money to put up front. Last time I ever referred to myself as tight. Okay. Now you can see where this podcast is going. Somehow I think we set up going out to dinner in like a couple weeks later or something like that. Uh-huh. And that's when we went out to dinner. But I got a haircut for it. No, you were late because of your haircut. Okay, you're lucky I was getting the haircut for it. You were like, I have a haircut, I'm running behind, I'm going to be 30 minutes late. And immediately I feel like we hit it off, in my head. Immediately! <laughs> Your mother, she was living in the same town that I grew up right. in. So I was like, oh my god, this is so cool. Um, also, I think this has like been part of the journey as well, um, in terms of like you know, coming out or whatever, where your nails were painted. And I was like... I do it myself. Oh my gosh, like this guy paints his nails. Like that's confidence. Like I really thought that was like a level of confidence because you were willing to show yourself with nail polish unapologetically. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean that what was, was your, like, what was so, your perception of me? No, I mean, yeah, I thought it was a lot of fun. I definitely thought you were going to be twinkier than you were your photo your profile picture was like you sunbathing like doing like this with like some sunglasses yeah that, like well that was my only like sexy picture at no the time. look i'm not like i'm I, I, it's it is what it is it is what it is yeah i don't know from the beginning like i felt like i mean one i think going into it i wasn't really looking for anything in a relationship i think it was like still early in my time in boston and i was really just like kind of looking to meet people and like yeah that's where i was get out um and uh, i think yeah we like automatically started talking about like housewives and stuff like that and housewives at the time hadn't been something that i had watched in a little while did we really talk about housewives yeah we totally talked about housewives what and we, what did we talk about beverly hills because that was the one that i had watched okay but then it was really the second when we went the second time we hung out we went to a red sox game okay well don't skip the first date so quickly oh i'm sorry okay it wasn't that memorable for oh. me, like, <laughs> well so i drop you off back home because you had to leave to go to New York the next day. And you gave me all of your leftovers. 
And then there was a huge, like, hurricane. There wasn't a huge hurricane. What was it, a snowstorm? There was, like, a small, little, like, August shower. Okay, but the the news made it seem like it was a lot more. Every, like, everyone and their mother was texting me that weekend being like, Isha, are you okay? Are you okay? And then, like, you as well. And I was like, oh, my I God. Like, people I, like, barely even know are, like, texting me. Like, what's going on? Well, it was my opening to you to get you to text me back. Right. Did I? No. Well, there you go. <laughs> so then I was like, he's not interested anymore. Like, I've obviously turned this man off because of totally. something. Totally. So then I think that's when I was like, have you been to a Red Sox game? Like, I was trying to get you to go on a second date, I think. No. You don't remember any of this clearly. What? We had talked about Red Sox games on the first time we had hung out. Oh, okay. And then <laughs> I had said, like, I would love to go to a game. That would be, like, so cool. Smart me of thinking that up. So then you told me, hey, I had I, I got this really great deal yeah. all of a sudden where it was, like, five bucks a ticket and we get hot dog, like, and drink, drink. with our tickets. Yes. And I was like... Party, like I would love to do that. I've been one, like that's so cool. That's so Boston, like yeah, totally. And do you want to tell the people at the game at the game what we talked about? So yeah, so this is where like I this was where I like knew our friendship was like okay okay we're going somewhere was because it was fine like the game was fine it was whatever like <laughs> whatever game yeah no I mean it was whatever hit the ball all of a sudden though like if you've been to Fenway like it's the oldest stadium crickety old seats and everything is really close together yes like at one point in the game like someone was like vaping and the clouds like were getting in your face and you were like what is going on i was perturbed so at like one point i don't even remember what i don't know anything else that happened during this game because brett just turned to me take it like this is a 25 year old man like i'm just not expecting it on the second like time we're hanging out oh boy turns to me in this crowded area and just goes i'm a virgin like you i don't think i was like, I, I don't think it was you said that, but i wasn't like, like i didn't just turn to you and go hey it's, it's me the virgin you did you were like you that's your perception like, of it virgin Oh my god! I think that's like what. Yes, you literally like. There must have been more. I, I don't think there was. I think it must have or been. Maybe you were something's... like talking about it a little bit more of like why you don't have friends or something like that, and then like. I think we were talking about like dating or stuff, and I like, don't think so. I would not have just been like, "Hey, you see, they they got a home run. <laughs> Did you hear? I'm a virgin. I think I wouldn't do did. that. Well, regardless, I." Did mention at the game, I was like, hey. I thought it was so, like. Weird? Funny. Funny. But also, like, kind of confident and. Oh, yeah. Interesting and vulnerable. Oh. And I was like. You're like, this man is talking about being a virgin in this giant stadium right now. I just thought it was interesting. And I was like, I knew there was, I knew from that moment on there was something that, like, you could learn from me. And I also felt like I got on that time of us hanging out that there was, like, stuff I could learn from you. Like, I feel like it was that time where I knew, like, okay, this is going to be, like, this is gonna, this is something. Like, I know that, like, we have stuff to learn from each other. Like, yeah, I, I, this is a friend of mine. Like, I actually really enjoy this person. Well, I think this is a great moment for us to take a little break. Um, and before we kind of dive into more of the episode. A break? What, what is the break for? 
Hello everyone, welcome back to our podcast. Apparently I wasn't being natural enough, so. (laughs) Okay, well, anyway, whatever that means, our next conversation we'll be having is... So I don't understand how that was less natural than, like, how I did it. All right, well then... Like, you just stated, like, you you just stated, like, okay, our next topic is... Okay, like, how is that Because you're less... You're making me nervous now. Well... You didn't start it. You're supposed to start it. I... Alrighty. Well, welcome back to the podcast. Wow. I mean, yeah, those were um, a lot of stories, a lot of fun times, um, our first times meeting. But yes, yeah, it's crazy to see how far we've come and where we are at now. That is so true. You just celebrated your 26th birthday. Old. A huge one. Old. Big, old. Big and old and... Big and old. But you know what? I will say, what I'm curious to know is, in our friendship, what moment solidified? Did you know in your head that, like, oh, this is going to be my really For good For me, in this yeah. past year and a half. Yes. Um, I don't know. I mean, it's crazy we've, like, known each other a year and a half. It's felt, like, so much longer. But then, So much longer. Yeah. Um, brutal. Yeah, I mean, I'd say, like, our first vacation we took together... Was that was a crazy trip we went on because we only had known each other for a month. I guess. Yeah, we had only known each other for a very short period of time. I thought it was crazy. I we to to go on the trip we had met with some people at mm-hmm. like a restaurant and like we're drinking and like from my so here's I want to tell my perspective is what it is because I hope now you do. I know the story I understand the story but from my perspective I'm going to this restaurant to meet a couple of people like to hang out just to like start to get to talking to people like people yes all of a sudden I'm a couple drinks in people are talking about going to Vermont I'm like oh my god sure that sounds like such a fun time next thing I know I'm a little bit sober back at my own home and like go to my phone y'all have already booked the house and have invited the waiter that was there to this house like I had to pay hundreds of dollars for relax it was like a hundred bucks I'm just saying that like that's like wild like I've never met like groups of people that have ever done that well you also agreed you might not remember that because you were having the drinkies but you were like how much would you guys pay to go and we were like I don't know a hundred bucks or whatever and you're like okay so that was our threshold and then Bada bing, bada boom. I think, like, honestly, it was the first, like, that. I, it was when I realized, like, oh, I'm not, like, in, like, Kansas college anymore or just, like, in high school. Like, we're not just joking about, like, these. Like, these no, are adults. These like, are adults. I'm with grown-ass human beings. I'm not a kid anymore. 24-year-olds. Like, oh, yeah, no, it was a big, that's a big age difference. Oh, for sure. Um, And, yeah, so... But yeah, so that was like, so we were going on this trip and that was a thing. And I think I kind of knew from the beginning of that trip, going into that trip, I mean, like I sat in the front seat with you. Like I just kind of knew like, okay, we're very close. Like I started to understand that in, on the trip. I was like, like if there's someone I really get along with, it's this person. It's who I feel the most comfortable with here. Um, And... uh, yeah, I mean, from that time on, like, it wasn't much more time until, like, it was your next birthday, and we were, you know, doing a lot of other, like, going to drag shows and going out and yeah. doing a lot of different things. Um, and, yeah, I feel like our friendship really formed, like, in that those next two months. But this is my first time, like, doing, like, a trip with, like, 
I don't know, with, like, people that, like, wanted to hang out with me. And, like, we were all friends. And then we all had to share a room together, which made me nervous. We all had to, like, coexist together, essentially, for a weekend trip in the small little cabin in Vermont. And I was a little nervous around, like, if, like, I thought that after this trip that you would see my behavior and be like, oh, this guy is wacko. And then be like, okay, we need to distance ourselves from this person. Um, Because I'm like, I'm not the cool kid going out, you know. I mean, I remember, I think, because I think we had like an early morning, like we woke up first, which is honestly a rarity at this point because... When are you ever the first person to wake up? <laughs> oh my god, we did! <laughs> and you were having like a little mini meltdown with like some stuff going I on. I was! And I was like, what's going on? And like we had like our own little like powwow in the morning. Oh my god, and then you helped me with a little mini meltdown this weekend! Yeah. It's like full circle. Full circle. But I think that's what like has led us up into this point to where like. It's just insane to me. Like I don't think this exists as much as people think it does. I think there are a lot of people out there that crave a friendship or a companionship with somebody that they can feel authentic and be themselves and share everything they want with that person, their bestest friend in life. I mean, they make movies around this. I mean, I think it is crazy, though, like because it's not like a hard thing. Like, I think I think it is. I mean, I'm, I, I, I think I, I, I know it is. I know everyone has a hard time doing it. I know there's plenty of people that, like, wish they had more friends. But I think, like, all, all it really was was both of us were vulnerable with each other and open with each other. Like, yeah, things just kind of clicked and worked out. And we obviously have some similarities and things like that. But in the end of the day, like, I do think that making friends is easier than people make it out to be well making friends is one thing but i think and more people could be friends in this world i think so too but i think it's more about like friends is easy to gather like you can make a common similarity and make friends with whoever you want you know like i think that's the easy task i think the challenge at hand is creating relationships with people that are of substance and have a higher meaning of quality. I mean, I think you and I are aligned in the sense that when we meet people, we give a lot of ourselves to these people that we meet. And we expect that in return sometimes, right? Sure. Right? I don't know. I feel like you give a little bit more to people than I do right off Well, the for sure. I mean, I'm desperate. So I think that... <laughs> no, no I mean, said it. I said it. Um, but in the sense of like, I, but I feel like more people should be more generous or more opening and like, either, more people should be more generous. Yeah. Especially to you. Totally. Um, but that's, but I think that's the way you like start to build friendships and like show, like show you who you are, you know? Right. But, that, but see the thing, but the, to back that up, you have to kind of know who you are a little bit more to feel comfortable in the sense to reach out and give yourself to other people. Yeah, and definitely. expand yourself. So if you're not comfortable with yourself, then it makes it a little bit of a challenge to make friends or make deeper connections. Because that's what I wanted always anyway. I don't need 50,000 friends. I don't even need to go out and know everybody in the club. I just need one person. I, I feel like I agree with you on that statement that, yeah, you need to be comfortable with yourself to like be able to go out there and like yeah do that. We'd, but I... I I guess I've been making friends my whole life, and so I... <laughs> oh, Mr. Popular. I just don't know, like, I, I, when did you feel that? 
You can't just fake it. I mean... People can smell fake. Yes. I, I think for me, it's it, it, it wasn't an event. It was your consistency that made me believe you more. And how you wanted me to show up to events and wanted me to be there and wanted me to be present. That is what that's what encouraged me to be like, okay, maybe this person does enjoy me. Because it's weird to have male friendships. So consistency. I mean, do you think that's the like building blocks of male friendship? I mean, of any friendship, I guess? I would say for any friendship, I mean, I think for me, having a male friend or really a male figure in my life that I held so much love and value for was extremely new and honestly hard to process, especially like when you're attracted to guys because you don't know where the line is. And that's why in the gay community, like a lot of guys, the line just crosses back and forth for them. Like... They can hook up with their friends, like they can date their friends, they can do whatever they want. Like there's like an openness to it, which sure. is great. Um, I'm not applying any judgment there. It just I think for myself, it makes it harder for me to delineate how to treat a friendship because when you're friends with girls, you kind of know your place for the most part, right? You know, yeah, it's no, it's definitely like a, a battlefield to like navigate in the gay world when. Because at one point, like, working, like, a male friendship, I think, like, a lot of us haven't had, like, deep male friendships. If they were, I think a lot of us, when we do have, like, friend male friendships, we're typically, like, sometimes in the closet about it, um, like, when we're young. And, but we're also, like, at the same time craving, like, a romantic connection with men. And so, all of a sudden, you get in this really weird, awkward place where you don't know, really, like, who, if you're... If you're talking to someone romantically, if you're not, if you're flirting with them, it's a really hard, it's like, and it's with everyone. Because the world is heteronormative, like the way you look at the world is through those lines, right? And the LGBT community blends them, it blurs. I think it's crazy that, um, like, in movies and in pop culture, like, you see all this, all this stuff around, like, you know, women empowerment, you know, women can rely on each other. Because they go through some of the things, right? Like they go through their periods when they're growing up. Like they get the boobs, you know, like they can share these experiences um, and have their good girlfriends, you know? And then guys, if, you know, the stereotypical, like they have their sports, like, and at the same time, they're not as vocal about their emotions or what's happening to them. A lot of guys internalize things. So it's kind of hard, especially growing up. And even now to try to figure out like, I need someone to talk to about guy things, like guy things that are happening to me. Right. And I can't go to my best girlfriends all the time. Like, obviously I do and talk to them about things, but it's nice when you can have someone, a compadre that knows exactly what you're talking about, has been in a similar situation. In college, when I first started having like sex kind of consistently, like there was a lot going on with my butthole. And I remember like kind of wanting to say some things and try to talk about it. And I did say some things. And one of my like best friends turned to me and said like, do you like, do we need to like have a discussion or do you need to see someone? You talk about your butthole a lot now. And I was like, like all of a sudden I got kind of embarrassed, but like I needed to share that stuff. Like if something's like coming out of my butthole or I'm something's happening, like that's stuff that I'm able to share with you. And that's really special. It's so. And it's nice. 
I'm able to share that because I know you've dealt with similar situations. It's so special. No, I know. To hear everything. No, but <clears throat> in all honesty, it is. And I think, I feel like more people should be more open. Like, I don't know what we are afraid of and why, why we create these barriers. Cause like I sought this out. Like I would go on Reddit. Like people do the same thing. Like I'm not unique. People go online to figure out things because they right. don't know where the answers are. Right. And that and sometimes ends up in a dark path. But for the most part, like people want answers. People want to know, like, is this normal? Like, and then what do I do if this happens to me? And if you don't have that good friend group or you don't have that good friend to rely on. Right. Then it's it's one thing to like look it all up in line and like get your answers. But then to be able to like discuss what you've found with other people that have probably done the same thing. And yeah, I mean, that's an incredible feeling that doesn't come along all the time. And in the gay community, like to be able to find to find that after so long, like it feels it feels like middle school. Like it feels like in middle school when like, you know, you find your friends or something again. Like, oh, yeah, can relate. It's this whole new, a whole new world, it's a whole new world. But this is the thing that, like, you can't get all the time with different friends, so. I've never been able to discuss my whole as much as I have been able to with you. And I'm so grateful. I know. I am. No, it really, it, like, I just, like, it goes through a lot. No, we know. They don't know. No, I They will know. Maybe they won't know. Maybe I won't share that much. We don't know. We've only recorded we haven't even recorded one that whole episode yet. No, and you have. You, let's just say you haven't spilled all the beans. No, but I think this is a great opportunity for us to transition into our closing segment of the episode, which you created and almost became the name of our podcast. You mind sharing with the crew? Yeah, it's called The Hot and the Ugly. And the fact that my hole is what made you think of let's transition into the hot and the ugly right now is a little, like, weird. But fine. Okay, so The Hot and the Ugly. Yeah, I thought this would be a funny name for our podcast. No. I thought it'd be eye-catching, attention-grabbing, magnificent-like name. But Brett seemed to take it that he was being referred to as The Ugly, which is not at all where... My mind was going when I came up with the name. How could it not? Did I think, yeah, like, people are going to be like, what does that even mean? Like, of course I need to listen, but how are you, like, I don't, like, but, no, because it's a podcast. It's our voices, like, so they're just going to, it's like, and we would explain it, like, yeah, this is just the highs and the lows. Hot and ugly. Yeah, but to name a podcast Hot and the Ugly and have our faces on the cover, Hot and the ugly, it's going to be you and then me on the side, like the ugly duckling. I didn't say the hot and the ugly. I said hot and ugly. Hot and ugly. No, hot and you, ugly. no, no. Whatever. Either way, it's not the name of our podcast. So what's your hot and ugly of the week, Brett? That is a great question. My hot would have to be my birthday party. Ooh. I know. That was a good one. Yeah. I'll well, give it to you. Long story short, I haven't really had always the best birthdays since last year I was violently ill and the year before I was in COVID times and the years before that never had close enough friendships to always have like parties and stuff. Long story short, let me tell you how your birth had. Oh, okay. But either way, um, this one was very special because I had my 
closest guy friends, which was a first. We all went out to dinner at Barcelona Wine Bar, which is so good. And then we went out and got drinks afterwards, and I had a really great time. Totally. The bartender hit on you. He got me a free drink, which is the first time anyone has bought me a free drink before. And then hit you up the next morning. And still does. Yeah. Um, And yeah, great night. Wonderful night. Loved it. Had the best time. I was also there. It was one of it was it was a pretty hot part of the week. However, however, the next night was Miss Rina Sawayama performing live at Roadrunner in Boston. And let me tell you, I broke it down. So my hot of the week had to be my queen. But I don't know if you want to maybe go into your ugly. (laughs) Okay, well, that's bold of you to already assume what my ugly would be. But I have to give my ugly. And... As much as I not to the concert, no, never. No, Rena is a treasure, and her outfits, or to her best, his best friend that he went with. Well, he's still (laughs) on regulation. Um, I just had a little moment of the little anxiety, you know, good little anxiety moment, little breakdown, little being overwhelmed. Sure, Um, it happens. It happens, but it's ugly. It's. Yeah, but it happens. happens. And ugly isn't bad. That's what we have to, like, really make known, is that ugly is not a bad thing. Never. Ugly is just, like, it's not the hottest. It's not the cutest moment. It's not bad. It's just not the the cutest. And so, yeah, it just wasn't wasn't the cutest moment, but you had... It was... The night wasn't the worst. It was not the worst. Um, Just a little ugly, little... It's the ugly of the week. I'm a little confused how ugly isn't bad. Because even when we reach lows, but I'm oh, I'm giving an experience that isn't positive. Coming. It's perspective. Ugly is not to me ugly the definition is no. does not look good. Ugly but ugly is perspective. Like in the end of the day, just because you think something's ugly doesn't mean that everyone thinks it's ugly. And it's just yeah, in this week it was ugly. But these are also our learning lessons. Like what we're we're documenting like the hard times throughout this week, but that we're growing from them. And we're making that known that all these hard times and these uglies these uglies become hotties. Okay. Started from the bottom, now we're here. All right, well, Mr. Hot and the Ugly, let's hear yours. Yeah, well, my ugly was also a breakdown. (laughs) (laughs) The next night. um, Yeah, it was just a little bit weird. I don't know. Um, Boston boys are hard to understand. And our venues are a little strange. And it was definitely... um, Kind of an ugly night. Yeah, I had a little bit of a cry moment where I had to leave the club um, and the performance. I had to leave it and just started crying right outside the exit. Like, I I got like one foot and had to like turn to the wall and just because I couldn't really contain myself. And that doesn't happen to me. That type of stuff doesn't happen to me. I'll run out and like be in my own spot and then break down. Like, I'll, but I don't like. I'm not able to not control myself like at like that. Like all of a sudden just like everything got the best of me. Like I'm still trying to figure out what happened like but I just couldn't. I was like I can't take this night. I can't take it. I don't know. I know we even paid like 
80 bucks for it but i mean what the ticket 20 the three drinks i got 80 no that was dinner right that's what the 80 dollars is such a good dinner it was a good dinner it was a great dinner so leading into what your hot would be so yeah it doesn't matter my hot was the rena concert oh you're right i missed that yeah but thanks for paying attention well i I love having my male friends (laughs) (laughs) all right well with that note i think we'll wrap up we're gonna wrap up our first pod how are you feeling about it i'm feeling good i'm excited for our journey together i hope all of our listeners and listeners listeners enjoyed i had a great time recording and this is gonna be a fun journey for us at least and we hope if you're listening you're along for the ride totally i mean follow us along on tiktok at top to bottom pod same on instagram top to bottom pod um this has been everything from top to bottom with brett and thomas we love you all see you next time bye